Get ready for your weekly dose of talent strategies and tactics from industry leaders to help you attract, select, and retain your top talent. You're listening to Verseek's Inside Executive Search with Steve Yakish and Scott Peterson. Welcome to the Inside Executive Search Podcast. My name is Steve Yakish, and this show is for business owners, board members, and executives exploring strategies and tactics to attract, select, and retain top talent. If you are not feeling 100% confident that you have a plan to bring the very best into key executive roles to your organization, this podcast will help you get there. So last week, we covered a few key elements in the attraction process, which include doing market research and activating your network, in addition to vetting out and bringing in internal and external candidates and how to manage that process. This week, though, we are exploring uh, how to select an executive search firm partner if you feel you need some professional help. So that said, we're going to bring in Scott Peterson from one of those executive search firms, Verseek Search. Thanks, Steve. Great to be back here again. I can't believe we're on episode four of this journey already. I know. It's flying by. It is. It is. All right. For our first-time listeners, Scott is a 20-year veteran in this executive search business and leads Verseek's executive leadership practice. So today, uh, selecting a search firm, Scott. Um, right. handful of elements that I think that are key. So we'll break them down as we typically do one at a time. And you're going to need to go fast because, again, we only got about 10 minutes. Yeah, this is one of these topics, again, that you need to take your time. But we'll, uh, we'll try to give you the, the, the main points here and, um, you know, try to be agnostic to which firm we're talking about. <laughs> and by chance, if you want more information, you, they can always get a hold of you on Verseek.com or LinkedIn, right? Absolutely. All right. So let's get going. Um, so the first piece is um, understanding if the firm has an understanding and a knowledge base either for the functional area or the industry itself. Right. So talk about those two areas. Right. I think it's important as you, as you embark on um, identifying a search partner. And I want to emphasize partner because they really step into the shoes of the organization. So from an industry standpoint, does the, does the firm have industry expertise and or positional expertise? Um, so do your homework on them right? Um, interview them. And so knowledge of the industry and the skills and experience necessary uh, to excel at your company uh, is, is critical. Uh, you'll also want to know that the, the firm has the ability to leverage uh, their well-established network, uh, the network that would provide potential candidates for this role. Absolutely. But not to network because they won't have anybody to recruit out of, any companies to recruit out of, right? <laughs> That's correct. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, so um, track record of previous searches and that they can, you know, could tell stories about, um, give you information to help you identify, do they have that expertise? How critical is that, that they can provide, you know, past searches that are like or similar? Yeah, I think this is another um, extremely important component to any search firm that you want to partner with. Um you know, ask some detailed questions of that search firm. Ask things like, what's their average time to complete a search? Is it 12 weeks or is it 24 weeks? I mean, mm -hmm. that matters when you're trying to find your best people. 
you don't want to you don't want a firm that speeds through the process, but you also don't want a firm that takes twelve months to find the right person for you either, because it's yeah. a critical role. Um, how often can you express expect updates from your firm? Does your mm-hmm. firm give you weekly updates, or are they just kind of do it as they see fit, or when they send you over the candidates that they're presenting? Okay, um, I would say that the more uh, the more frequent the updates, the better because you keep your client engaged in the process as well as yourself. So. Absolutely. Well, good segue because the next item is understanding their process and obviously having update calls and keeping lines of communication open, I know, is one of the key pillars to your process or our process right. at Verseek. But walk me through how do you understand because every search firm has and probably written down somewhere their process. Yeah. How do you differentiate or understand who has the best process that's going to drive value? Right. So as you said, every every search firm has a process. Um, and so really, it's really having that firm in front of you, walking through what that means and real life examples of it. Um, uh, the two main considerations here. Mm-hmm. First, how do they qualify the position in question? This gets back to that uh, earlier episode on building a compelling story, how much time is that search firm spending with you mm-hmm. to not only understand the position, but the company, the culture, the people. Um, if they're just taking the job description and a, and a phone call with you, that's not the right firm for you. No. Uh, it's go- it goes deeper than that. Um, and they shouldn't have to be looking at a piece of paper to describe their process, right? They no. should know it, live it, breathe it. Yeah, we all yeah. have one on paper, but um, you should be able to articulate <laughs> that in the conversation. Um do, do the company's methods demonstrate a clear ability to flesh out the, the position in the company? Do they, mm-hmm. do they take the time? Um, the example we gave earlier is we spent an entire day with a, with a company to learn mm-hmm. about their organization before we called one candidate. So mm-hmm. we were there for eight to 10 hours um, talking to the executive leadership team, the ownership team. Um, it's really about taking that time and building that deep understanding of the organization. Absolutely. And once you do that, um, it leads to our next topic is, are they going to be an incredible, uh, a credible ambassador for your company when they are in the marketplace, right? right. I love that word ambassador because yeah. it really is um, stepping into the shoes of the organization and really becoming their cheerleader for the company. What's the, yeah. you know, what is... Um, what are they saying about the company when they're recruiting candidates for you? Um, I would encourage companies that if they're going to engage a a search firm, really at any level, um, but but particularly the executive level, Mm -hmm. um, once they meet with you, have them come back a second time and have them articulate the company back to you. What are they going to say to candidates in the marketplace? Do they have our company down, understand it, can build that credible story that yeah. a compelling story and have them come do that audition them yeah and see what see how they react to that you yep. know they articulate your message in the marketplace right, right? and get exactly. people excited absolutely cool so uh a lot of firms handle searches differently um but in my opinion and i think you subscribe to this opinion too it does matter who is you know, handling the search right. from the recruiting to the process, to the communication with the client. I firmly believe that's important, but give me your thoughts and, and how does, how does a firm vet that out when they're interviewing potential search firm partners? Yeah. It gets back to that, asking the question about the process. So mm-hmm. part of that process is what's your internal process at that firm? 
And so the client should ask, so when, when you get this search, tell me how you go about doing it. Walk me through your steps internally. Mm -hmm. um, do I hand it off to uh, a, a second or third person and they work on it for two or three months and then, I, then, then the, the person that met with you in person starts to be involved in the process? Mm -hmm. or, do they, or do they really hold the entire process from, from beginning to end and um, talk, to, talk to every candidate um, and present that information yep. uh, to the client? So there's a lot of different ways of going about doing that. We feel um, that that having a closer connection to the actual person that you met that's going to do um, selling of the company to the candidates, uh, recruiting the candidates is really important. Yeah, and it's not just once they get to a certain point. You you know the the, the key individual stepping in, they're they're really selling it from the very first phone call. Yeah, that's I how you handle it. That's right? how I handle it. Yeah. Right, and 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 certainly um, you know. Firms do it in different ways. I think it's just important for everybody to understand uh, from the company mm -hmm. what is the best approach that work that will work best for them in their organization. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's a tight market out there, and these executives are busy, and I don't want to take take the chance to miss out on a particular candidate because I had a junior researcher trying to see if you know they can schedule a phone call with you. I want to be right. the one that controls the ability to get those calls back, right? Yeah, it certainly takes more time doing it the way we do it, <laughs> but I think the the end product um, is one that our clients yeah. have really liked over the years. Absolutely. All right, so uh, another piece that I think is is extremely important, and I think it allows for firms when choosing to you know partner with a particular firm that they that firm has people they can call for references to yeah. validate obviously all the things we talked about i think it's important to, that a firm can provide references to help validate but what's your right. thoughts um you know my thought on references are you absolutely should to do three or four references two mm -hmm. three four um to get a to get a feel for that company's the the search firm style process mm -hmm. um now, are they going to give you four references that are bad? No. They're going to give mm -hmm. you great references, just like people when they're interviewing for a position. They don't typically give you a <laughs> bad reference. But the questions that you ask them are what's important. Yep. Uh, talk about process. Talk about thoroughness. Talk about the time they spent understanding your company. Communication. Uh, communication. Um, uh, talk about time the, the time it took to fill it, uh, to fill the position. Did, mm -hmm. they, did they meet the expectations that were set on the front end. Um, those are the types of questions you should dive deep with, with, with your potential partner firm. Um, mm -hmm. And so a reference can then validate those because um, the reference is going to be a good one. Otherwise they, they probably wouldn't have given it to you in the first place. Absolutely. Well, and I think two other things that, you know, we've talked about over the years as well, but a, you got to just enjoy being around the person, right? Just, there's got to be that connection. Right? right. And then I think that the other piece is, um, are they excited to represent you? Right. Right. I mean, and I think I've seen it where, and I've talked to others where you just don't hear the excitement and the passion in somebody's voice. And that's a, you got to have somebody that's excited to do it. Yeah, to me, that's a red flag that they've got yeah. a lot of work on their plate already. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, it's a, it's an indicator to me of someone that's not as passionate about the business. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, you've got to, um, you, you really have to find that person that you like and trust uh, in the process because you're going to be working with them for, for quite a while in these executive positions because they do take a while to 
um, to to bring to the finish line. Um, so find the person you enjoy working with, yeah. um, and then do all the background and all the references to validate what they're talking about. Because um, it, it, at the end of the day, it's, it really is the, the reputation of, of you hiring this yeah. firm that will get that will get questioned at the end. Yeah. And like we alluded to, and I think our, our preview last week of today's episode is, you know, not all search firms are great at everything. And I know there's plenty of searches that if we've had an opportunity as a firm to take on that we've just declined because it's just we're not the best fit. There's other firms out there. So I think ask I think one question to ask as well is what are searches that you're not good at? Right. You know, I think that's a good another good qualifier. So yeah, I think that's a great um, kind of um, honesty play, the credibility mm-hmm. of the firm. Absolutely. If they're going to tell you that they're not interested in a certain search, um, that's a good thing um, because they'll really focus on the things that they're good at. Yep, absolutely. Well, awesome. Well, that's going to conclude this episode. Um, and next week, uh, we're going to kind of tackle the last initial segment in attraction. There's probably another 10 we could do, but we've isolated just a handful of them. And that's really going to be around uh, managing your employment brand. There's a lot of strategies, tactics, and ways to do that, but also just try to articulate the importance of your employment brand. And if it's not in the best of shape now, we'll provide some ideas. How do you start to manage that reputation um, or that employment brand? So we're excited to do that one next week. Um, But like I said, this will wrap up today's episode. And as always, if you want to get a hold of Scott, visit Verseek.com or look them up on LinkedIn. And uh, again, if you like what you're hearing and you want to listen to Scott's voice on a weekly basis, uh, go ahead and subscribe to uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We, we're on all those major channels. And uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. That sounds great, Steve. Look forward to it. Also want to do next week is a, is a kind of a summary of the previous podcast so that if someone just listens to that episode, they get a little feeling of what we've talked about and then they can go back to those previous podcasts and kind of catch up from there. Awesome. Yeah, it'll be a great idea. We'll make sure to weave that into next week's podcast. Sounds great. Awesome. Talk to everybody next week.